and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. This week, it was confirmed that the draft opinion in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, published by Politico, is genuine. The opinion was authored by Justice Alito. Alito is a seasoned jurist with claims of allegiance to original intent, and in that space, he is far better than most. The Supreme Court is about to release its most significant decision in decades, overturning both Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. So let's take a look and see what the court had to say. To begin, Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey were the two Supreme Court cases that declared a legal right to get an abortion. Both cases were specifically overturned and struck down in their totality. Because the court does not reverse past cases lightly, this opinion went to great lengths to show that Roe and Casey were terribly decided cases whose logic was faulty from the jump. The court suggests that Roe and Casey should be relegated to the dustbin of history, along with other horrific Supreme Court decisions like Plessy versus Ferguson and Dred Scott versus Sanford. The opinion does not outlaw abortion, but it does permit each state to pass laws protecting the life of the unborn. Also, the opinion does not address issues of exceptions to anti-abortion laws, such as rape, incest, health of the mother, etc. Next, the opinion changes the constitutional analysis of anti-abortion laws from strict scrutiny to a rational basis test of constitutionality. These standards are a construct of constitutional law analysis, much like a standard of proof in a traditional legal setting. There are different standards, and the higher the standard, the harder it is for the government to win. The lowest standard is the rational basis. The highest standard is the strict scrutiny. Under Roe and Casey, anti-abortion laws were examined under a strict scrutiny and always lost. Going forward, Laws passed by the states on the issue will be reviewed to see if they have a rational basis. Under such a test, the law is expected to be upheld pretty much every time. With that introduction, let's take a look at some of the direct quotes from this draft opinion. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. That is what the Constitution and the rule of law demand. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision, including the one which defenders of Roe and Casey now chiefly rely the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. That provision has been held to guarantee some rights that are not mentioned in the Constitution, but any such right must be deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition and implicit in the concept of ordered liberty. Ordered liberty sets limits and defines the boundaries between competing interests. Roe and Casey each struck a particular balance between the interests of a woman who wants an abortion and the interests of what they termed potential life. But the people of the various states may evaluate those interests differently. In some states, voters may believe that the abortion right should be more, even more extensive 
than the right that Roe and Casey recognized. Voters in other states may wish to impose tighter restrictions based on their belief that abortion destroys an unborn human being. Our nation's historical understanding of ordered liberty does not prevent the people's elected representatives from deciding how abortion should be regulated. While this is a leaked draft and language may change, the likelihood that the overall result will change is not high. For while the leaking of opinion is not common, it has happened before. For nearly 50 years, the decision in Roe has been a national embarrassment, but that reign of madness has reached its terminus. However, there is much work still to do. While many states will no doubt end abortion on demand, there are many that will not. Accordingly, advocates for life need to see this encouragement not as an end of the fight, but as a rallying cry to redouble our efforts to protect the lives of the innocent. Just as abolitionists in the North worked tirelessly to end the scourge of slavery in the South, now too we must turn our efforts to the blue states that still permit the murder of the unborn. The dead babies in California and New York don't appreciate the self-congratulating and backslapping, so let's get busy on the next step. Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic as well as other critical information. And please share this with others. Wow.